What is up, SIP Nation? The hottest show on radio has just hit the air. What is up? This is Saying It Plain. I am your host, TJ Harris. We want to welcome everyone to our Thursday morning ride. It is a interview special. Uh, as I said, we want to welcome everyone to the show. Awesome interviews lined up for you this morning. Of course, we have our regular, and we have a featured interview. It's an interview we did with owner of the website called Climax Connections, Sharon Summers. Uh, this is a very interesting interview. I think you guys are going to absolutely uh, enjoy this. Just by the name of the website, you should have an idea of what you're going to get in this interview. Absolutely. All right, so we are about to get into it this morning. It's an interview special. First interview up is our interview we did with Sharon Summers, owner of ClimaxConnections.com. Awesome interview. Check it out. All right. On the SIP hotline with us today, we have owner of the ClimaxConnection.com website, Sharon Summers on the line. Sharon, how are you doing? I'm just fine. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, well, thank you for coming on the show. We definitely appreciate you coming on to talk to us today. Um, to start with, Sharon, before we get into your site, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how uh, Climax Connections came about? Well, I have been in adult entertainment for a couple of months shy of eight years, and I work as a phone sex operator, a writer for adult websites. I also own many websites. And I do voiceover work as well. And ClimaxConnection.com came to be when shortly after I became an operator, I had a lot of time between calls. This was before I did paid writing and the voiceover work. And I would get bored sitting in front of the computer just waiting for the phone to ring. And I started to go into adult chat rooms just to kill the time, to have some some conversation with people while I was waiting. And I found that the chat rooms that I was going to, I wasn't that happy with them. They always had glitches or problems or this website had this feature and that one had this one. And I thought, why isn't there a site that brings it all together, brings all these things that's stable? Unfortunately, a lot of adult websites can be quite glitchy, poorly run, tacky, ugly to look at. And I thought, I want there to be a classy, well-done, erotic website for people to find masturbation partners on, to be able to post their original erotic short stories and audios that they create, a forum and the chat room, and have all these things come together in a very stable, user-friendly interface. And that was the dream of mine to have this website come about. And it took a few years to flesh that out and bring it to fruition. But now I have a website I'm very proud of. It's very stable. Now the thing is just to get the word out and get people there to find their masturbation partners, to find free phone sex, cam sex, cyber sex, or if they're into sexting, webcam, all those things that people like to do to enhance their masturbatory experience. Absolutely. And I was going to mention all the things that, because like, we went to the website and we looked at it, and there's a plethora of things uh, to get involved, and you, you kind of labeled it as an adult community website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so kind of tell the audience a little bit about everything uh, that they can experience on the website and how it all works. Well, people go on and they set up a profile page. If you choose to upload pictures or not, that is your decision to do that. Not everybody is comfortable posting their pictures. 
Premium level members, of which we don't have that many because most of the features are free, can get password protected albums so that it's okay if people on their friends list or people that they want to give the password to to view those, but they're not able to be viewed by anybody on the website or picked up by the search engines, the pictures that they put in them. It's private. So right. they have their little profile page. They can fill out their about me, what they're looking for, why they're there. We have a section where I added a conversation starter section where people can fill out their favorite movies, TV shows, music, actors, actresses, books, all these kinds of things. that They can fill that out, and then if somebody's looking at your profile page, they can see that and think, oh, well, I've got that in common with them. Maybe I'll send them a message. Maybe we might get along. So I thought that that would be a good idea to have on the profile page. And like I said, we have the forums for people to talk about different topics of sexual nature in there. If people are looking for a phone sex partner or a cam sex partner, they can put their own little ad on there. You know, I'm looking for a regular phone sex partner. Please message me if you're interested kind of thing. And there's also topics and games. We have forum games and things about movies and popular culture and things. And people, maybe maybe not looking for a masturbation partner, they may just enjoy going to read the naughty stories that the members contribute. So even if they're not looking to rope somebody else into their masturbation, they can en- enhance their own experience by listening to one of the audios that somebody has uploaded of themselves masturbating or having sex with their partner and listening to the sex sounds or reading erotic short stories that they've written or just reading one of the stories that's not an audio. There's all kinds of things that people can do to enhance their masturbation experience on the website. The the website itself, basically you're a... Um a proponent of self-pleasuring yourself, a uh, proponent of Absolutely. masturbation encouragement. Yes. Uh, you mentioned an enhancement. Masturbation encouragement and enhancement. Tell mm-hmm. you exactly what you mean by that. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that topic still has a lot of people rooted in shame, embarrassment, and clients will even call in if they have been raised in a particularly religious background, they will feel guilty for masturbating. And I'll say, do you feel guilty when you're sleepy? Do you feel guilty when you're thirsty? Well, of course not. Those are things that your body needs. Well, your body needs to have orgasms, too. And if you don't have a sexual partner or a wife or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband, what are you going to do with that sexual, biological urge? You're going to masturbate. And there's no reason at all that anybody should feel guilty about that. I'm not saying go and do it on the mall bench at the food court, but there's nothing (laughs) wrong. It has its time and its place. And your body needs to have that orgasm. Your body will literally function better. It is to men's benefit to have a minimum of 21 orgasms a month for optimal prostate health. That is a medical fact. Really? Well, it is. Good. It's good. It's like a little mini workout. It is healthy to give yourself orgasms. And it really is sad that there is shame. There's there's kids that have killed themselves by suicide if they've gotten caught masturbating by their you know schoolmates in the bathroom or something like that. There was a case a couple years ago in California, and this poor kid, his schoolmates caught him in the bathroom. They took pictures with their phone and they uploaded it to the internet. This poor kid was literally embarrassed to death, and he killed himself. And I thought that is just tragic that somebody 
is embarrassed to the point of ending their life over a natural thing. Now, perhaps school wasn't the best place for him to be doing that, <laughs> but still, I mean, honestly, these clients that will have the guilt and they'll say, I feel so guilty. You know, my mom punished me when I was little. She'd spank me. Spanking fetishes, the root cause of that is 99% of the time, mommy caught them jerking off. And that is just, mm. it's so wrong. If these women had any idea the mental damage that they're inflicting, if you ever walk in on a kid, just close the door, walk out, and pretend you didn't see anything, and don't mention it. There's no point in it. You're just going to make them feel bad and them have all kinds of problems because of that. And I really wish, you know, there is a, a program in England that started a few years ago. I think it was 2008, a government program where they distribute brochures to the school kids, encouraging them to masturbate. And I think that is an absolutely fantastic idea because it reduces stress levels. They realize, I I can't remember exactly what their campaign slogan was, but it was something like an orgasm a day keeps the stress away or something. It wasn't (laughs) that exactly, but it was along those lines. I'm serious. And they had gotten the idea, I think it was from Sweden or something, had a similar type of program. And I thought that was just a fantastic idea to remove the stigma, remove the shame that this is a normal, natural thing that people do in the privacy of their homes. Hopefully, that's the best place to do it. There's, there's no reason to be ashamed. True. Let me tell you, I, I, I just wrote that down, and that's now going to be one of my new sayings. Uh, orgasm is very impressive. You an no. apple and an orgasm, and you'll be all set. Hey. That's right. An apple a day and an <laughs> orgasm a day. You'll be all right. Now, you talk a no. lot about men masturbation, but what about women? Because I don't, I don't think a lot of women feel comfortable doing it sometimes. There's a shame, more of a shame put on a woman, I think, I agree. than a man. I agree. We expect a man to do it, but women yeah. is kind of like unheard of. Well, biologically, obviously, the man's penis, it's sticking right out there. So it's like, uh, how can he ignore it? It's right there. But with a girl, you sort of have to go hunting for it, don't you? You have to go hunting for your little clit. It's not as obvious. It's not as in your face as an erect penis. So a girl's been more determined to discover what's down there. And you're right. It it really is expected of men and women. Oh, my, you do that? On my website, the women are more open. Most people there, you know what, of course I masturbate. I masturbate every day, sometimes more than once. The people on my website are probably a little bit more open about that stuff than the general population to begin with. But most people are doing this. Of course, 100% of everybody isn't doing everything. But most people are doing this. It's healthy, and it should be encouraged. And if you can have more fun doing it by reading an erotic story or talking to somebody on the phone at the same time, go for it. Now, I noticed your poll question on your website was, have you ever masturbated in a public place? So is oh, that's that the poll something of the month. you yes. en- Yeah. Is that something you encourage or... Oh, no. Are you- <laughs> no, I do not. No. Men are so risky. The stories that guys have told me, men have told me they've done it everywhere from on a city bus with a coat over their lap, if you can oh, believe wow. it, to at a library it. under the table. Wow. In a coffee shop under the table, I I just am amazed uh, at these stories. Oh, that I believe you. I, I I literally I I was driving one day and I literally swear that's what the guy was doing as he flew by me. So I oh, wow. absolutely believe it. That's dangerous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Now, your website, it has a wide range of adult activities. Mm-hmm. Who exactly does your site cater to, or is it just encompassing of all? We do have all ages. The majority, of course, are going to fall into that 18 to 35 category. But there's certainly people over 35 that are on there. There's several men that are in their 50s and 60s that are on there. There's definitely some women that are in their 50s that I've seen their profiles when I've been looking around. So it is for everybody. Everybody over the age of 18 is more than welcome to come and try and find somebody to have fun with. But, uh, yes, the majority do fall into the 18 to 35 category. Now, you you, you mentioned you spent years working in adult entertainment industry as a phone sex operator, a writer for adult websites, and voiceover Mm -hmm. artists. So mm-hmm. let's start with the let's start with the phone sex operator first. Tell us what that experience was like, and uh, what is that something you encourage people to experience? I think paid level phone sex is absolutely not for everybody, but there's definitely guys that that's what they want. Some guys can go into a place like the chat room on Climax Connection, and they're just not going to find a partner. So why not use a paid service? A lot of people seem to have it drilled into their head, I will not pay for sex. I will never go to an escort. I will never <laughs> pay for phone sex. And it's like it's, you have to look at it as entertainment. You wouldn't expect somebody to give you tickets to a concert for free. You have to pay the money to go see that concert that you want to be entertained by. So why is it any different if you're saying, okay, I would like a spicier masturbation experience tonight. You know what? I'm going to have to pay a little bit if I want a little bit uh, more of a level of excitement. If I want a 10-minute call, that's going to be 20 bucks. I'm going to spend that $20 to have a better quality orgasm than I'm going to have alone. Uh, I kind of think now... Nowadays, more people are getting involved in phone sex. Uh, You hear more people more openly speaking about it. So uh, would you say it's something more common now and not a taboo as it was at one time? I think that's correct. I think it is more spoken about and known about. There honestly is too many women doing it as a job. It's a way over-flooded market. There's just too many people. Sometimes I think everybody and their grandmother is offering paid phone sex, and they should narrow it down to women that want to do it full-time and not just people that come on during the Christmas season and want to make extra money for presents and all this kind of stuff. But there, there is way too many people that are doing it. But there are more websites like mine now. I mean, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, there was no Internet. So how would people mm-hmm. even find mutual masturbation partners, say, 30 years ago? I have no idea where right. they found them, honestly. I really don't. Maybe classifieds in a newspaper or something, which seems kind of dodgy to me. I don't know yeah. <laughs> where you would have found them. And now it's like it's not difficult. There's lots of places that you could go online to find somebody to do that with. Now, you say you were a voiceover artist? I do a lot of voiceover work. I make a lot of erotic recordings. Men will write their own erotic stories and send them to me, and then I will voice that for them. I have done a commercial for a restaurant. I've done work for an English as a second language school. That was by far the most boring voiceover work I ever took. I do a lot of answering machine greetings. I've done a few radio commercial spot things when they are advertising something. There's all kinds of different things that people have had me do, but most of what I get for voiceover work is people that write these naughty stories and they want me to read them. And I've done ones like up to three hours long, so they're not all ten-minute ones. 
That's mm, wow. wow. <laughs> so let me ask you, you yourself, Karen, how involved are you with the website and with the members of the website? Are you involved at all? Oh, I'm extremely involved. I usually just open up the chat room for most of the time that I'm on the computer during the day. That's not to say I'm always in that tab. I'm not. But I have it open. I'm in that chat room usually over 12 hours a day. I have it open. So I may be mm. writing or doing my things in the background, but I've got that tab open. So if somebody messages me, it's not going to be long until I see their message if they need help or have a question. I'm very involved. I play with some of the members on my website, although I would never <laughs> reveal who. But uh, I, I like to join in on the fun, too. I'm not just there to be an administrator. I, I want fun, too. I, I mean, if I had opened a website like this and I couldn't find fun for myself, that would be pretty depressing. <laughs> so, yeah, I like to find fun and, and play, and I'm there for the members. I try to be as helpful as I can if they have difficulty uploading a picture or they need their story approved or something. I, I'm very, very much involved, yeah. Now, just for someone who's kind of new to this and want to try your website, what advice would you give to them so that they won't feel uncomfortable going to the site and be more open and more exploratory and have maybe the best experience of their life? I think the best thing that somebody can do is to fill out a very good profile. You have no idea how many people won't even write one sentence and then a week later they'll message me, well, I haven't had any luck here at all. Nobody has wanted to play with me. And I'm like, you have nothing on your page. You don't have one word. You don't have one picture. You haven't filled out anything. It tells nobody anything about you other than your member name. There's some people that have got very well-written profiles that are several paragraphs long. They've filled out every field of the self-conversation you know, starter field I mentioned before. Those are the people that have luck. And I tell people, you get out of it what you put into it. If you spend time in the chat room, if you message people, if you read their profile and they sound interesting to you, if you think you have some common interests and you've messaged them and you put feelers out to other people, you've got a couple of pictures, even if they're not of you, if they're pictures of some sexy couple or something that you like, you are turned on by the sexy picture. If you find something that you like, you really do get out of it what you put into it. If you don't put anything on your profile, you can't really expect to have any luck, but if you have a very well-written one and you're spending time interacting with the other members in the forums and in the chat room and messaging them, of course you're going to have a lot better luck. Yeah. So for so basically for your best possible experience, uh, you need to put up a picture even if it's not you. <laughs> well, honestly, a lot of the people are not putting up their own pictures. Some of them will put up pictures yeah. of just sexy, you know, people having fun and people screwing. They'll put a picture up, oh, I think this is a sexy picture. Fine, that's okay. Go right ahead. I understand people's need for privacy, absolutely. Right. A lot of people have got jobs that they're saying, you know, I can't put a picture up due to work. I, I'm married. I can't, my wife doesn't have sex with me anymore. I can't have my picture up on here. I don't want her sister or friend or anybody to see my picture on here. Of course, I understand the need for privacy. Nobody's asking mm -hmm. you to put your real picture up. But if you don't have anything on your profile, I really don't know what expect, uh, luck you're going to expect. So you just have right. to stick with it. And I have had people tell me 
that they have had better luck there, that they've had wonderful phone sex partners or cyber sex partners, and that the people are real. And any time we get reports of a cam girl or anything, they're banned immediately. I'm not having people there trolling for clients. Absolutely right. not. That is not allowed on my site. And there are some sites that are just ruined by letting them run wild trying to fish for clients. And I knew that that was never going to happen. If they're there, one report, they're gone. I'm not going to have that kind of stuff on my site. I, I want the site to be genuine and real. Absolutely. Now, Sharon, you have a, you have a free portion of the site, but you also have your premium uh, portion of the site as well. So tell the audience what benefits they get from getting a membership and getting the premium portion of the site. If they choose to get the premium level membership, they can view the site without ads on it. All the ads will disappear. They will have, as I mentioned before, the password protected albums where they can have their more sensitive pictures for a limited audience. They're not going to be for everybody just to look at. You can tick off a box if you only want people on your friends list to message you because sometimes guys will just send out these copy and paste messages to half a dozen women or dozens of women lots of women just are turned off by that especially if they send a cock pic and everything else so you can choose to only get messages from people on your friends list you will show first in the searches on the member page the premium people show at the top you can reject messages from people that are sending them that you don't want you can uh, add images and YouTube embeds to the forum posts that you do. You can download the audios that people have. Other people can just listen to them. They can't download them. There is a video gallery that we have on the profile page. Right now, everybody can add one YouTube embed to their profile page. If you are a premium member, you can add as many YouTube videos as you want to your video gallery. Or I think it may, maybe there's a 25 limit, actually. I guess there is. I guess it's a limit of 25, I think, videos that you can add. But uh, if you're a pre or if you're just a, a free-level member, you can just have the one. Other premium uh, features that we have coming within the next year, people will be able to see if their messages have been read. There's several dating sites that I have seen that feature on where they'll have like a... a if they haven't read it, it's like a little picture of a closed envelope. And then once they've read it, it's like a little open envelope. Because guys will say to me, you know, I messaged this girl and she never responded. I don't know whether she read the message. If you have that feature, you'd be able to say, okay, you know what? She did read it. She's just ignoring you. That would be a feature that we have, yeah. Yeah, and this sounds like a feature I'm, I'm thinking a lot of people would uh, enjoy. I would think Definitely. it would be, yeah, because the messages, guys, they're always asking me, I want to know if she read this message. Well, I have no way of knowing if she read it. <laughs> She's probably just ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sharon, I must say this has been a very, very interesting interview. We so yes. appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, everything about your site with us. Uh, if you can just Definitely. lastly just tell the audience again, give them uh, what the website site uh, is and if you want to give out a uh, if you want to give out your Twitter or Facebook you can do that as well my adult community website to find masturbation partners on is climaxconnection.com and my paid phone sex site is erotic talk phone sex.com okay erotic talk phone sex and, yeah, yep, and I'm the only one that will be answering uh, the number there that's right all right. All right. Thank you so much for all your information. Well, you're very welcome. Again. Thank you very much for yeah. having me. Oh, well, we appreciate you coming on, Sharon, and wish you nothing but future success. Thank you very much. All right. We are going to take a break. You're listening to the hottest show on radio. 
This is saying it plain. A very, very interesting interview. We all enjoyed it. Uh, hope you enjoy it. And please go to her uh, website and check it out. I think once you check it out, if you are, uh, if you are single, uh, this may be something you are very interested in. So definitely check that out. 